This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start at running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. To start today, visit Empower.com. To the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Oh, welcome in. And it's football time. Hey. Yes, it is, Mike. We missed that last week. I mean, I said it last week. It just was... You were just at home. Uh, yeah, I was at home. My throat was closed. Right. <laughs> I believe I called it a ring of fire. It would be. It would be. It was bad. It's funny to. Th- oh, was it? My throat. Yeah. yeah you weren't was, doing great. No, 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 no. Had the cold go through the house. Yes. You blame your kids? Of course I do. Okay. It was definitely them. I mean, one of them was patient zero. Yeah, it wasn't any of us. I mean, we were all fine. Yeah. Um, it is a funny thought in my head that no matter where you are. When the intro on Thursday hits, your body just, it's compulsory. It just screams, it's football time. You might have been like middle of a cereal bite. (laughs) It's football time! Yeah, you should not, don't do it with food in your mouth. No, but I mean. Risk of choking is. That's right. Uh, Jason's not with us today. (laughs) (laughs) A little under the weather. So Mike and I, we have it on lockdown. Thursday, September 29th, the Fantasy Footballers podcast. I mean, that's what he wants us to believe, and we I, we probably have this in the news, but whatever. We'll just get to it right now. Uh, the Chargers wide receiver Jason Moore was called up to the active roster. Oh, is that is yeah. that a fact? Yes. Oh, with Jalen Guyton going down? Yes. So Jason Moore has been called up to the active roster. I have nods from... The Borgogan. Yes, it, it is 100% So that's true. not a coincidence. We've never seen them in the same room together. I haven't. And, I mean, imagine... The resemblance is uncanny. Imagine <laughs> him being called up to the active roster and then our Jason Moore had to miss a show. Wow. I mean... Yeah, okay. I think we, we know what what's going on. So pick him up in fantasy leagues? Oh, no. Okay. I've seen him play football. All right. Uh, hey, we have a lot on today's show. Never Not Working... Ton of matchups, news, starts of the week on today's show. So we'll share Jason's starts with you. I'm sure Michael make sure hit one of his is Taysom Hill today. Um, <laughs> the worst part is that if you're in a deep league this week with what's going on with Jameis, it might not be the worst Hail Mary. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. if because if, Taysom's tight end, right? He's tight end eligible. Yeah, but he could again. take he could and take he some might, snaps. He might take quarterback again. Um, so we got a lot going on. 
nothing that compares to what's going on in Florida right now. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers with those in Florida dealing with the ramifications of Hurricane Ian. Uh, if you go to redcross.org, it takes you directly to a place you can contribute towards uh, relief uh, from for everyone that is under, not just Floridians, but everybody that is um, dealing with the aftermath. And I, I know that's been downgraded to a tropical storm. Yes, now, but dude, the the footage, yeah, I mean, it, it, everyone saw it on Twitter was wild of of the sharks on the freeway, streets filling up. What with in the water. world is going on, man? So, um, hope everybody out there is staying safe. And uh, like I said, our thoughts are with you as you work towards recovery now you can follow this podcast twitter uh at the ff ballers instagram.com slash fantasy footballers uh the the community join the foot.com you get a bonus weekly show you got uh, thirty thousand plus foot clan supporters who are uh just the best people to spend your oh, fantasy football season best. with i mean they're chopping it up on the discord i know I know it's great. So much chopping. There's so much going on. The Discord is is really going it's wild. It's really chopping. Oh, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Yes, this is good. I uh, <laughs> uh, don't know. Yeah, he's on Discord as well. Uh, we're moving on. Let's we go. good. Yep. Man, there's a lot to cover. Never not working. Presented by Head & Shoulders, Scalp Shield Technology. Available at Walmart. All right, today we're going to be talking about running back scoring. And, you know, like, it's not meeting the expectation. And we've all waited for things, like, a long time, and they end up being a disappointment. We have some examples here. You know, the PlayStation 5 shortage, which I think is still going on. It absolutely is. Which I, is, what are we doing? It's not just the PlayStation, by the way. I went to buy my brother an Xbox. It, right. Same story. Still, still We don't want to sell a lot of them. We want to sell just a few. Got to keep the, the hype it, up. I guess. Uh, Russell Wilson in Denver. We waited. I mean, it's not going so great. And this one, I did not put it in here, but the Kenobi Disney Plus show. What is, what's that all about, fellas? It was hyped up, not as good as we wanted. I, I, you didn't. I liked it. So this is uh, you guys are telling a tale of, of anticipation not meeting reality. I enjoyed it. Like, Correct. Okay. I liked me some Kenobi, but anyway. So like here's Mighty the thing. Ducks three definitely wasn't as good as the first okay. two. <laughs> Just making sure <laughs> he's got the Mighty Ducks cap on today. Uh, so look, we're we are all feeling the pain. You know, Jonathan Taylor, the consensus one hundred and one, Christian McCaffrey. The number two, and both of these guys. So McCaffrey right now is the running back 12. Jonathan Taylor is the running back 10. Eckler, Dalvin, Mixon. We're only three games in here, but, you know, things are, are feeling pretty rough, and so we wanted to try and give some context of, of let's look at what is going on. You know, uh, the top 12 running backs, they've scored the fewest combined points of the last seven years, and the third lowest since 1999. So scoring at the position everywhere, it's just it's just down. It's not your team. It's, it's not your fault. It's everybody's team. So, for an example, our league of record, you know, it's been running forever. We got savvy people in there. We went and looked at all the RB1 starts through three weeks. 64% of those running back one starts have failed to meet running back one expectations. We're we're just we're not hitting it again. Everybody is is feeling the pain. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, the committee approach through the three weeks 
We have only 17 instances of a running back seeing 20-plus carries. That's the second lowest mark of the last 20 years. Uh, look, the zone... So lower volume. Yeah, low, the volume has gone down. Zone defense is being run at a high rate, more than 70% of the time. So teams are abandoning the man coverage. It leaves fewer one-on-one -on -one opportunities for running backs in the run, in the passing game, and just the overall variance. So... I noticed. Uh, sorry, let me just no, no, jump, jump in. in real quick. I, I've just noticed the explosive plays diminished, and it, it makes sense with the zone defense situation. You look at Jonathan Taylor. I think he's fourth in rushing yards in the league, but they're not around the goal line, so he's not scoring. And then there haven't been the explosive breakaway plays. McCaffrey hasn't had a lot of those. Derrick Henry is known for them. So some of that, you know, it's one play, right? But if the defense is changing the way that they're approaching the run game, that would have an impact. And so what can we do about this? It, it's you go, you try to capitalize. Look at Joe Mixon. He ranks number one in expected fantasy points right now among running backs. But if you have seen the questions coming into us, if you tuned into our Spotify Live yesterday, people are like, what do I do with Joe Mixon? If you have Joe Mixon, you just hold on to him. If you don't have him, you try and you go trade for him. Javante Williams. Ranks number four in expected points, and yet he is the running back 21. James Conner, eighth in expected points, currently the, the RB 25. So my advice for these underproducing running backs is try and go get them. Like, oh, like, uh, like Jonathan Taylor? Like Jonathan Taylor. Mm -hmm. As Andy just went in our league of records, somehow pulled off a trade for Jonathan Taylor. I'm not sure what the other manager was. Like Javante was included in the trade. And some picks. So, I mean, look, the, the the time is now. It just imagine that. Imagine be sitting last year like at this time and you're like, I'm going to try and get Jonathan Taylor. The answer to that is a door smashed in your face. Right. So, you expect big time players to bounce back. Again, all running back scoring is down. So, why not try and get the top tier players who are more likely to bounce back? No, it's a good point. And if, if you can do it by packaging other assets uh, with running backs that have had some burst weeks, that's a good strategy. Um, you know, there are a number of backs that we expected more from. And over the course of a season, if they're be being given opportunities, you're going to see um, you're going to see it come back to the average. Right. And that's that's how you keep working. Always be working out there on the trade market. Get up to 100% dandruff protection. That is never not working with head and shoulders scalp shield technology available at walmart.com. Use it every time you shampoo and see the difference. News and notes from around the league presented by USAA insurance. Always working. Always. Unless you're Jason. I think he's working right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the practice field. All right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So learning, learning his routes. I yeah. forgot the the gag we were going with. The what? Uh, <laughs> uh, some Thursday night football updates for you. Tua expected to play. Jalen Waddle good to go. I guess he was dealing with a groin injury. Ah! Did he show up on groinindex.com? I mean, if it was an officially listed groin injury, he did. I mean, that means a lot to me. If they don't make it on there, that groin is doing just fine. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston. Did not practice again. Michael Thomas did not practice. Okay. Uh, Jarvis Landry was back out there on the practice field. Taysom Hill was practicing. Did the wide receiver one practice? Chris Olave? Yeah. Yeah, you betcha. All right. Uh, do we have anything new on this situa situation with Winston, Kyle? No, not right now. 
keep your eyes on it. See if the, because uh, I'm sure Dennis Allen will be talking to the media over the next couple of hours uh, to maybe reinforce the fact that Winston will be starting or maybe throw some cold water on our expectations. I was say, how are you feeling? You're playing Olave. How are you feeling about and the potential that it's Andy Dalton, uh, mix match, maybe Taysom Hill? Not as good. Okay. No, I, I mean, Dalton is better than a lot of, like if. Like better than Taysom Hill. Yeah, and better than Ian Book, and better than Kellen Mond, and better than, you know, nobody's better than Cooper Rush, but uh, Andy Undefeated. Dalton is, he's a capable uh, backup, and he took the first team reps, so um, it could be Dalton this week, but no Michael Thomas gives you more of a target guarantee with Chris Olave, and it actually would put, well, I guess if Dalton's starting, I probably don't go to Jarvis Landry, but yeah. Jonathan Taylor was uh, a do not practice on Wednesday. He has, uh, according to reports, never missed a practice in high school or college or with the Colts. Uh, one beat writer uh, <laughs> was... It's quite the quote. I mean, he basically said there's a better chance that he kicks a puppy than misses the football game. I mean, I don't know why we need to go there. To but bring the puppies in there? Yeah, I, I didn't... I think he's saying it's unlikely. Yeah, well... <laughs> We hope he's saying that. Right, right. Goodness. Um, So we expect Taylor to be okay. No practice report yet today. None right now. Okay. It was a toe that was sore after the Kansas City game is what we're hearing. This one is more concerning. Christian McCaffrey, quad injury. We're every week now? Well, you you made it clear that they shouldn't be reporting McCaffrey injuries unless it, it meant something. I agree. Does this mean something? I don't know because they keep re- reporting bullcrap out of Carolina. And so is this serious? I don't know. There was one beat reporter that said it seemed more serious than the previous week's fake yes, serious things. I, I saw that as well. I also saw some speculation that it popped up during the game and it's probably not a big deal. So we, we just we need we need Thursday and Friday here. Agreed. Agreed. So it makes you nervous. Very. Because it's Christian McCaffrey. Zach Wilson will start for the Jets. Really quickly, Mike, does that change your approach to any of their receivers? Uh, Seems like Garrett Wilson's the only start right now. Yeah, I mean, it it freaks me out a little bit because you you aren't a hundred percent sure that Garrett that Garrett will see the same amount of targets that he saw uh, on those first few weeks with Joe Flacco. I mean, I'm playing the talent, Garrett uh, Elijah Moore. I'm not cutting him, but. Putting him on the bench is probably the right move right now. Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, both limited in practice. Mike Evans back from the suspension. Uh, it's possible Julio gets back out there this week. Godwin as well. Dak Prescott, the most realistic return date, according to Ian Rappaport, is week six. So you oh, can, come on. You can look at that. That's a week later than he was speculating. Keenan Allen expected to play this week, but not given the green light yet. Yeah, yesterday he was still doing individual work. And uh, what else do we have? Rondell Moore practiced again on Thursday. Cardinals could get Rondell hey, Moore back. All right. Is he a speculative ad at all? Sure. <laughs> I mean, look, the Dorch is, is soaking up targets, and the Dorch is playing the Rondell Moore position for the Arizona Cardinals. You think the Dorch will be um, removed from action? I probably. Yeah. It was a it was a good run for the Dorch. I mean, the, the Dorch has has earned his place on the team, but like 
he his upside for the team is not what Rondale Moore's is. Yeah, he, he they go to Carolina this week. Carolina, um, I think, always beats the Cardinals. So we'll see if that trend continues. Dalton Schultz will practice on Thursday. All right. Any other news, Mr. Uh, I did see some chaos about Mac Jones. Yes. Mac Jones not ruling himself out yet. No. other He, he did other want us guys, to know that yes. other guys would be ruled out by now. They would have definitely ruled themselves out yes. days ago. Yes, but he is not ruled out. <laughs> Don't count him out. Still no surgery. That's right. Still may be playing. Still could be playing. He's not going to play, but maybe. Right. Maybe this time. Yeah. I mean, it, if Mac Jones does play. He's tough son of a gun. Because <laughs> we're over here trashing the reports. Well, he's also going to say that. What, they said it was a high ankle sprain, right? People spent. Yeah, a, a bad one. And people spent up on a um, pretty expensive defense. So, you know, with the Packers. Uh, the Packers, sure. So him coming back would, would hurt that a little bit. It also I, Would it? Would it make Devontae Parker? Interesting? No. Probably not. Okay. The, like, it, look, either you're playing – the Packers are playing a backup quarterback or they're playing a guy who has a reported high ankle sprain that if you've never had a high ankle sprain, ladies and gentlemen, it's very difficult to walk, let alone play a football game. I know he'd be real taped up, but that is still incredibly difficult. Okay. All right. I'm not buying it. Not buying it, but he, you know, other people would buy it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, that was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. Into the forecast we go. Fantasy forecast. We got a lot of games, Mike. That's all right. Ready to get down we, to business? Yeah, we got it. We got it. The Minnesota Vikings at two and one travel or actually they don't travel to new orleans they travel to london well they both travel uh they both travel across the pond new orleans is one and two the DraftKings sportsbook line here minnesota minus two and a half on the road uh over under 43 so <sighs> new orleans offense has been really disappointing <laughs> yes and you've had issues with let's start let's start at the top here because alvin Kamara. Has not been super Camario. No, he is not. Um, people are worried. Uh, we just talked about running backs returning to form. Among running backs with 10-plus carries, he has graded 59 out of 59. Oh, goodness. So this has not simply been a lack of carries. This has been the Austin Eckler issue that we discussed uh, at great length. He's also been injured. He has. He's been banged up. So I'm playing him. Okay, you're playing Alvin yeah, Kamara. I'm, you expect it to get better. Oh well, it's you. He is a he's a starting running back that gets a lot of work, and his matchup is great. The the Minnesota Vikings currently twenty eighth best against fantasy running backs. Yeah, giving up almost twenty five fantasy points a game. Yep. Uh, staying on that side of the ball, we we just discussed it. Michael Thomas hasn't practiced for two days. If he's back, he's not. A guarantee to be healthy. Yeah. Landry coming back to practice also got banged up. So Chris Olave right now, um, he leads the National Football League in air yards. He's an awesome player. He was my favorite rookie to watch on film uh, at Ohio State along with Garrett Wilson. But Olave is just crisp. And he just 
you watch these games where Jameis Winston is chucking it 38 times. Olave just finds himself open down the field, and, and he's part of the future of the great wide receivers in the NFL. Michael Thomas or Brandon Ayuk against the Rams? Uh, I would I would probably go Ayuk. Okay, Michael Thomas or Adam Thielen in this same matchup? I'd probably go Thielen. Okay. I, I think I'm just staying away from yeah, Michael that, Thomas. That's what that says to me. Uh, I would say that, like, I know we've talked a lot about the rookie wide receivers. Would you be actively pursuing Olave because you believe in a trade he'd be considered a lower tier than what he might be the rest of the season or not really? Uh, I would love to get Chris Olave on my team. It's difficult because this is where the emotional part of fantasy football comes in, the human aspect. When you draft, especially a rookie, and they are great for your team right away, you love that player. Like my your Drake London love. My, my love for Drake London is currently off the charts because me and Kyle drafted him, and it was a hit, and he looks like a fantastic top 24 wide receiver for the rest of the season. So getting him off of our team? Almost impossible. Uh, it's almost impossible because of the irrational Who did you want to take there? I wanted Who did you want to select? We wanted Olave. Oh, and man. It would, but Gee whiz. It would be the same exact thing. If Olave were on my team and he's getting those targets – I say, screw y'all. Chris yeah. Olave is the best player of all time, and I called it. He's on my team. No, that's true. It is. It, so you're saying going and getting him is probably is, very difficult when they're when they're riding high. Yes. And the potential of a rookie, you know, you got three years in the NFL, and as far as Mike and I are concerned, whatever rookie we have appears to be the next Justin Jefferson. Exactly. I mean, so if you can, like, not everyone's going to be as ridiculous as as me and Andy. So if you can go get Olave, I would. Recommend yeah, doing that. it doesn't help that we're in a keeper league. Right. Um, Kirk Cousins on the other side, he's averaging 6.4 yards per attempt, the lowest of his career through three games. The Saints defense has been wonderful. I mean, they're only giving up 13.3 fantasy points a game to the quarterback position so far, which is better than even last year on a point-per-game basis where they were the number six overall against quarterbacks. So it's hard here in London to go and, you know, endorse Kirk Cousins against the Saints. Yeah, I would try and get out if uh, I could. Some common questions we are getting is like Jared Goff against Seattle. Yeah, that, I'm I'm playing Goff even without Amon Ra over I, Cousins. I lean that way as well. Mariota versus Cleveland, he's my stream of the week. I lean that Mariota is a safer play this week. Like The hard part here for Kirk Cousins is Justin Jefferson, superstar uh, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson is going to see a lot of Marshawn Lattimore in this game, which is trouble for all wide receivers. This is not – you don't bench Justin Jefferson it's just, because they'll move him around. If they can get him into the slot and exploit one particular play, then Jefferson's good to go. But I'm saying this could be another week where Jefferson struggles. Which makes Thielen interesting. He scored last sure. week. Uh Going back to Cousins, Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins, I'm going Russ against play, Las Vegas. I would play Russ. Dalvin Cook, what do we expect uh, from Dalvin Cook? He didn't practice yesterday. I don't know if we have a report for today. None for today yet. They're fitting They're fitting the device. How long does that process take to get Weeks. fitted for it? Well, he's, he doesn't have the device from last year because that's the one I'd use, the one where he went crazy on Pittsburgh. It's a one-off. Oh, really? It's very expensive. 3D printed? <laughs> it, it, like, it wears down okay. throughout the game. Yeah, all right. Tony Stark is not always available to build no, a new. But, but I mean, you've you've printed stuff on the three D printer. Like it's that's, it does take a the, while. The filament, it can, yeah, it's a one time use. The infill, yeah. Uh, 
if Dalvin Cook is playing, you kind of play Dalvin Cook. If he's yes, not, Madison has always been a strong start. Matchup sucks, but the volume will be there. Yeah, I was going to say I'd be Jamal Williams over Madison if I had that choice. Yeah, um, I can see that. Because of the matchup where last year Saints number one against opposing running backs this year. They're in the top ten again. Jefferson, you start him. Thielen, a spot start. Yep. I'd start him over Elijah Moore. I'd start him over the Dorch. Yep. Um, when I look at Romeo Dobbs versus Thielen, it gets a little tighter. I probably go I probably go with Dobbs assuming Christian Watson's out again. Yes. Uh, KJ Osborne had the touchdown last week. I mean, he also I mean he had some targets. He's I just don't want third target here. It's well, it's it's about Jefferson. Like, do you think that Jefferson is more contained than usual? Probably they, probably not. Probably not. Uh, you would. He, I know. He, uh, he I know. was certainly contained last week. I I agree. I agree. But that you don't. It's hard to keep a a good Jefferson yes, down. I agree. Cleveland Browns at two and one, taking on the Atlanta Falcons at one and two. The draft the DraftKings sportsbook line here: Cleveland minus one and a half. The over under is forty seven. Um, this is one of those games where if you are counting on passing game targets, you might be disappointed. These are Establish the run football teams. Both teams rank bottom four in pass rate over expectation. If you were excited about the first half of Kyle Pitts, you got the running game in the second half. It was Cordero Patterson, who has two RB4 finishes now in three weeks. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. And, it is. And, and Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt are the motor of the Cleveland offense. So the over-under being 47.5, that's more respective of the defense is kind of not being very good. Cleveland Kyle's saying it moved down. It was at fifty. Okay, so it's being uh, the the money is moving it down. Yeah, it's it's a tough thing because I think the game will go by quickly with the running game, but then you have a Falcons defense that's been atrocious, and you have a Browns defense that could be without. I think they will be without Miles Garrett this week. Yes, more than likely. And um, already was struggling. I mean, they're giving up thirty four points to opposing fantasy wide receivers a game, so. It's not been good on the defensive side of the ball, and this game's on the road for them. So it this matchup is now like looking at it now with the fresh eyes. This is a a meter match, man. It like, feels that way, right? It, like they both have a good running game because Patterson's got the old man strength rolling. You have a true wide receiver one, Drake London, with a thirty three percent target share. Meanwhile, Amari Cooper has bounced back from the uh, the week one you know, turd of a game, and he is now seeing 36% of the targets the past few weeks. He's finished, what, we got, uh, he's finished in the top 10 in each of the last two weeks. He's getting true number one usage. And then you have, you have the tight end, of Kyle Pitts versus David Njoku. I don't know, this is a fun matchup. The question is, is how confident are you in Cordero Patterson at this point? You he got, doesn't, you he's not catching. Okay, so Jamal Williams. Ooh. Because I'd go Patterson. I'd stay with Patterson on this one. I don't know how much work Craig Reynolds is going to get, and I just don't want to be surprised. I know Patterson's going to get it all. Uh, I mean, he'll get most of most. it. Most. You know like, what I mean. It, 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 you Algier's RB, not involved a lot. You have the two RB4s, but you have an RB51 sandwiched right there in the middle. Yeah. That's devastation. That's true. It could be riskier. Are you going Jamal then? I, I think Jamal will get more targets. That's the, the strangest thing, again, about Patterson's usage is the, the lack of targets. One of the players on the waiver show that got uh, some fab spent on picking him up this week was David Njoku, tied in for the Browns. 
The matchup, it's juicy. Falcons giving up 17 points a game to opposing tight ends right now. That's second worst in the league. I wanted him to be my start of the week, but I couldn't do it. Really? Yes. Couldn't do it because you like another player more? No, because someone else had already made that selection. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I'm I'm, ch I'm chasing the points. Yes. Uh, Njoku over Conklin? Uh, yeah, because of Garrett Wilson. And or, then uh, uh, geez, over, over the Muth? Yeah, over uh, the Muth as well. And Zach Wilson is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, over Gerald Everett? I would do that too, I think. Yeah, I mean, they're – pretty similar and we haven't seen Everett take over a game just tell me which guy's gonna score Mike no <laughs> okay Kyle Pitts is if you want to know make sure you hit me up on Twitter <laughs> oh my gosh yeah great great saving uh, my best material at FF Hitman yeah Amari Cooper Drake London Amari Cooper is in your lineup yes they they, they both are if I had to pick which would that's I mean a, a wild situation I'd go with Amari Cooper as but. would I but Drake London is an every-week guy. All right, quick break. Back with some more matchups. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, Foot Clan, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more of that precious time. The question is, time for what? What would you do? Maybe more fantasy football? I don't know. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Um, what would be the first thing you turn to if you had that extra hour uh, I think for me, I would often say maybe I'd finally read that book I wanted to read. Maybe it's uh, being there for a friendship that you haven't been able to be there for. And the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's actually important to you so that you can make those things a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities. And then you know what things you can spend time on and what will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you will be left wishing, like all of us, that we have more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com footballers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side-by-side side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. The Washington Commanders. Manders. Yes, That's thank what you. I was waiting for it. Oh, I, don't, um, I don't respond to... Prompts? No, it's just, I don't respond to their improper name. Okay. Uh, you just ignore it. Uh, yep. At the Dallas Cowboys, who are 2-1, and one, Commanders 1-2, one and two, DraftKings Sportsbook line, Dallas minus 3. The over-under is just 41. Very different situations right now for these two teams. Last week was – it was rather disgusting for the Commanders' offense. Uh, Carson Wentz, nine sacks, um, held onto the ball, and – 
yet the Eagles' defense could be a top-five defense. So sure, but you, you gonna... saw pretty good weeks from Carson Wentz the previous two weeks, but Dallas's defense—that's what I was going to say. If you like, if you take nine sacks, like the Eagles are are better defense than the Cowboys, but the Cowboys, like their ability to get after the quarterback is not bad. So I would expect Carson Wentz will be on the ground quite a few times. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not in on Carson Wentz on the road in Dallas. Agreed. I would rather play Cooper Rush. It just makes it more difficult to kind of make that decision. In a bad matchup for Carson Wentz, you no longer are in that, well, I'm just playing McLaurin. I'm just playing Curtis Samuel. I'm just playing Jahan Dotson. It feels more like only one of these guys is going to have a game that you appreciate for fantasy. So I guess my question is, are you trying to avoid them? They're, uh, they're not, all outside our top 24 this week. I'm not going to avoid Curtis Samuel's 13 opportunities a game like he he's the guy uh, he doesn't have the explosive plays like McLaurin and Dotson but he he is the, he's the number one target for Carson Wentz so I would go after that I'm still fine playing McLaurin because you know each and every week he can hit that huge play Dotson man he he has the ability we've already seen it but like wide receiver wow wide receiver 94 this past week, he he did see eight targets, which was nineteen percent of the targets. So, um, let me let me try and find some names here for the Jahan Dotson experiment. So, let's go. Uh, you're gonna chase what Robert Woods did? No. <laughs> Sorry, did you? Was there more to that? No, no, there was. There really wasn't. No, I'm gonna play the rookie. Uh, the Dorch against Carolina. No, I'm gonna play the rookie. Okay. Uh, the aforementioned Adam Thielen. I'll play Thielen. Okay. Yeah. Kinda you found, you found the line. Um, but it's risky because the, the, the risk of being – like we know the opportunities are going to be higher for Samuel, and we know that McLaurin is going to get him as well. So you're looking at – you need a big play. You need one big player. You could end up at that wide receiver 90-something like you said. Yep. Uh, Antonio Gibson – Mike, we talked about panic button players on Spotify Ooh, Live yesterday. Yeah. You mentioned Antonio Gibson, and I don't know if you have the stat in front of you, but just the opportunities per game yes. re reduction for Gibson. So Antonio Gibson has gone 64% of the snaps to 54% of the snaps to 44% of the snaps. Okay. Not, I mean, I'm no mathematician, but that's that sounds like 34% of the snaps coming up, but not joking the opportunities for for Antonio Gibson have gone down they have correlated with the snaps going down this matchup on the road against Dallas I expect them to be trailing which is that's not a good situation for Gibson which means that if you are in if you're in a tight spot with the running back position JD McKissick Mr. Smooches himself thank you <laughs> that was quick he uh I mean when when the script is negative, he gets a bunch of targets. And when he's getting targets, and Tony Gibson's on the bench. So on the other side, Mike, give me the your reaction to last week and the Ezekiel Elliott sure. situation. Because I think hopes of Zeke being healthy enough to kind of take Tony Pollard out of the equation have not come true. It's going to be uh, pretty close to a 50-50 timeshare. But the scoring upside still remains with Zeke. Pollard more far more likely to to hit the a forty yard touchdown. But I mean, banking on a forty yard rushing touchdown is, I mean, that's a fool's errand. 
So I do think that there are going to be scoring opportunities for the Cowboys. I'd put the, the, the touchdown opportunity for Zeke pretty high this week. So I would I would be playing Zeke. Pollard is a he it's like would you play Tony Pollard or JD McKissick? I'd play Pollard. As would I. Okay. What about Tony Pollard or Devin Singletary? Oh man. Uh I'd chase the I'd chase the volume. And I want to be in that Ravens matchup with the Bills. So I'll go Singletary. What about Rashad Penny, who might have you know, he kind of wrestled snaps back right. last week? I think I'll go Pollard. Ramondre? Ramondre. Okay. C.D. Lamb, 33% target share this year. Um, wow. We're going to talk about Noah Brown later. We are. Okay. Okay, you've been watching Noah Brown closely. I'm just I'm trying to give people some deeper options. That's great. Seattle at 1 and 2, take. Uh, they take on the Detroit Lions at 1 and 2 in Detroit. The DraftKings Sportsbook line here, Detroit minus 4. The over-under is 48. Uh, the... Total opened up at 50, but Detroit, the injury situation, DeAndre Swift is going to miss this game most likely. Uh, I guess he hasn't been ruled out yet. Not yet. That just makes it really likely. annoying for fantasy players who have DeAndre Swift because they can't put him in the IR. Yes. And then Jamal Williams, we expect to get the start at running back at home and is set up this week against a C Seattle defense giving up 24.8 points per game to opposing fantasy running backs. The question mark, the other injury that's kind of involved here is the Elmon Ross St. Brown injury. So if he's out, is DJ Chark a real start for you? Because I think he I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he becomes he becomes interesting that the, because he should be safe for targets. Looking at the way that offensives uh, offenses have gone after Seattle, though, it's been, you know, scoring on the ground. Twenty ninth, like you said, against uh running backs, but seventh giving up only 23 points to fantasy wide receivers because they're just they're bleeding out on the ground and Detroit is a very high T team and they want to like, like that's they'd prefer to take it to a team that way. So DJ Chark, I'm not expecting him to all of a sudden elevate into like an 8 plus target player, but big playability should see five targets or so. So he's he's in he's in uh, consideration for a flex. I liked the necessary T.J. Hawkinson situation in Detroit this week. Yes, but but the injury he's also banged up, and so I I feel like you know at the tight end position, if I could play an Njoku, a Tunyon, uh, an Everett, I'm playing those guys over Hawkinson despite really? the opportunity. Really, I'm worried. I I totally get it. We still I'm have a concerned. couple days though. Yes. Okay. Well, then let me not say that definitively. Thank you. Let me say that if if he's still limited at practice, missing practices, I guess I'm scared to commit. If he is, as long as he practices on Friday, I would play him with full confidence. Okay. Over Njoku? Yes. Okay. All right, Mike. All right. You love Hawk. You love yeah. Hawkinson. I like Hawkinson when Amon Ross St. Brown is not playing. On the other side, Rashad Penny. Is he a sneaky start this week? If you look yeah, at the Lions' defense, yeah. 30th against quarterbacks, 32nd against running backs, 26th against wide receivers, 24th against tight ends. Like, they're giving up 20-plus points to Seattle. That's happening. And Seattle's not a good offense, but they're going to give up 20 points. It's hard for me not to see Penny being involved in that. Rashad Penny in this matchup against Detroit or Cam Akers against San Francisco? Well, don't ask me questions. <laughs> I'm the host. <laughs> Not right now, you're not. Um, Jay? 
Oh, Jay yeah. Grizz says he would go with. He went Khalil Herbert. Um, of course. But would you? Who'd you play? Cam Akers, who? No, either San Francisco's good defense or the Cardinals. Is, no, made San Francisco's him look good. defense is too good. I'm playing Rashad Penny in the plus matchup. J.K. Dobbins in his second appearance back, or Rashad Penny. Penny until Dobbins Woo! proves something to me. Okay, uh, Tony Pollard. Or Penny. Penny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, e man, that's that's e man, hey 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 hey, hey, hey. Rashad Penny, <laughs> um, DK Metcalf. <laughs> Why did we Fonzie? I don't know, I don't because it's, it's it's just me and you, Mike. Hey, uh, DK Metcalf. I think you saw a commitment to giving him opportunities last week. It paid off, and Detroit's not going to stop that. Although they've got a good young cornerback. Yes, they do. Um, Akuda, right? Yes. Um, so not big enough though <laughs> to stop DK Metcalf from doing the kinds of things that give him fantasy points, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see. the The wide receiver twos have done pretty well. What's What's Tyler Lockett? Those aren't his numbers. That's what he's done the last two weeks. Really? What? Why aren't we paying attention? Are you looking to Tyler at twenty twenty one? I'm look right now. Yeah, no, uh, no. So the numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, read them, read them off. So 11 targets each of the last two weeks has turned into nine for 107 and nine for 76. I, I, and I just said, you know, the, the wide receiver twos are doing all right against the Detroit Lions. That makes Tyler Lockett a, uh, Lockett's a flex interesting. play. It's interesting. Boy, I've tried not to look at the Seattle offense yeah. with my eyeballs. Wow. They've, um, they've tried to make you look away, too. Noah Fant should be good for four for 24 in this game. <laughs> Do not play Noah Fant. I if would, you want four for 24, though, what if you need that? I would play Big Montana over Noah Fant. Who would you play? <laughs> Big Montana, <laughs> a.k.a. Will Disley. Yeah, baby! Yeah. There he is. Oh. Will Disley's looking Montana strong these days. Bigger plays from a bigger man. Doesn't get old. Not for me. No. Maybe for the listeners. No. Uh, the Titans at 1-2 and two take on the 1-1-1 one, one, and one Colts. You've got a battle between the best two running backs in football, I think. Nick okay. Chubb takes a, takes offense to that comment. Yes, but, he does. But I'm, I, you had Derrick Henry come out today and say, you know, Jonathan Taylor's one of, if not the best, running back in the game. Henry last week bounced back, averaging 25 rush attempts a game. So both of those players are always in your lineup. Nice to see the bounce back game from Henry. Both of these offenses need these guys. They're just too uh, crucial to what they do on I think, offense. I think we see the bounce back from Jonathan Taylor, assuming that he's healthy. One can hope. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, the Titans defense, my goodness. 27th against quarterbacks, running backs, 29th against wide receivers. It's a good way to start one and two. On the season. And this game's in in, in in Indianapolis. That's not easy to do. In, 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 in. Oh, man. English is stupid. Uh, in Indianapolis, the DraftKings Sportsbook line is Indianapolis minus three here, so they're favored. The over-under is just 43. Uh, I think I think we're waiting for the big game from Traylon Burks. I don't know if it's going to come this week. Elijah Moore or Traylon Burks? I mean... I'm not going. I'll go Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks or Zay Jones against the Philadelphia Eagles. That one's tougher, but I'll go Traylon Burks. I, I this is you named players. I'm betting on who's going who's going to score, and I'm just 
it's going to come for Traylon Burks at some point here soon. Would you trade Allen Robinson for Traylon Burks right now? Yeah, I, he, you, mm. that is, is that, was that an answer? Does that, does <laughs> that mean, suffice? It was. Uh, we heard it. Um, um, so my answer would be: if I am two and one or three and zero, oh, yes. Okay. If I am one and two or winless, no. I think in the short term, Robinson is probably a safer, probably, yeah. probably a safer floor for a few weeks. Just saying, I, I probably maybe we we all like Burks and we're all trying to figure out how to get him. I think that's a, I think that could go through. I, you know, we talked about it on Spotify Live, like the panic button player for me and for for Jason was Allen Robinson. So, I mean, we're three weeks into the season. And it's probably worth a, a two-second sidebar on Allen Robinson because he was my my guy. This was a player that was drafted not just through, you know, by me in a lot of leagues, but by fantasy players everywhere. This was a kind of a third-round pick, right? I mean, Allen uh, Robinson, not that high, but like fifth, fifth. fifth. Okay, yeah, but I mean, he was highly drafted, um, and so you expected more. And right now, it's the the target totals are just. They're throwing cold water. They're making him a touchdown dependent uh, outside wide receiver. And so could it get better? Yeah, I'm just, I'm nervous. So Traylon Burks is somebody that I think will be getting more and more opportunities. Uh, they don't have anybody physically gifted like him on this offense other than, you know, you know, Robert Woods isn't going to get it done. Kyle Phillips right. is not going to get it done. So Austin Hooper, no. It's going to be up to Traylon Burks to change this offense. And, and Derrick Henry being looking himself should give him more opportunities. Sure. Michael Pittman? Yep. You start him? Yep. Alec Pierce, I want to mention his name because yes. he came in last week, was instantly the number two in the offense. Paris Campbell's offered nothing. Um, they haven't had big games from Ashton Doolin. So Alec Pierce is another rookie who the highly touted. Frank Reich loves him, and like he could be a Pittman light if this offense gets going. It was it – was, Encouraging. 61 yards last week. Yeah, so he was three for 61, had five targets, and played 45% of the snaps on his way back from the the injury. So he is a very interesting name, especially in a deeper league to stash before the weekend. And then uh, it's just not predictable right now at the tight end position for Indianapolis because Mo Ali Cox, Kylan Granson, and then last week it was Jelani Woods. He's real big. Yeah, I mean, he's... <laughs> I don't know what we do with, with Gigantor because they got a bigger one. <laughs> Jelani Woods is six seven. I mean the the <laughs> the thought and watch him. I mean why you can't guard that. So that's why he scored twice last week. Yeah. And the the funny thing is is the thought process to me of like you have Mo Alley Cox in your team and you think to yourself in the draft, right? Why well, I, I don't remember what round it was the third round. Woods was the third round. Third round pick. Because you wanted more gigantic tight ends. So, yeah, I mean, it really. Mo Alley's still listed at 6'5", though. Not his true height. Right, of, yeah. Of 8'3". 8'3", is what we have him down for. Uh, the Bears at 2-1 and one take on the. <laughs> no, go back. Go okay. back. Do it again. What did I miss? You didn't. Read the, read the Chicago Bears again. Oh, gosh. The Bears at 2-1. and one. The Bears are 2-1? and one? Well, this game's perfect because it's against the two and one Giants. <laughs> one of these teams. Yeah, one of them's going to be three and one. Three and one. Well, maybe they could tie. 
The yeah, over-under is just 39.5, and the DraftKings Sportsbook line here, the Giants minus three. That is fun. But, yeah, at the end of this week, we'll go into matchups next week, and we'll say the two and one, uh, the three and one Giants or the three and one Bears. So if you're a fan of 80s football, get ready. Yeah, these two teams, it's not been pretty on the offensive side of the ball. The defenses have been keeping them in the game. You don't start Justin Fields or Daniel Jones. Well, you start Justin Fields if you're super cool with 99 passing yards because that's what he's putting up. Somebody game. told me about negative fantasy football leagues. <laughs> Have you ever heard about this? Where you're drafting players to put up you're, the lowest you're points? You're trying to draft players to fail. Man. You know, interceptions, taking sacks, I've, completion I've percentage. I've heard it. This game would be perfect for that. It would. Uh, David Montgomery. Day-to-day -day was what I heard yesterday for his injury status. Um, Khalil Herbert. He's going to have an opportunity against the Giants defense that's 24th against the run. Where are you? So, if David Montgomery is back, because it's been day-to-day, -day, I presume that you're just going to put David Montgomery in. Certainly. The question is, with the performance, massive performance from Herbert last week and David Montgomery recovering from an injury, how do you see that split shaking out? Is, like, is it Herbert still in play it, even if Montgomery's active he would be a flex play in the category of just above like a Melvin Gordon to me okay so when you look at committee situations of that of that kind you know I'm not putting him above an AJ Dillon I'm gonna put him above a Melvin Gordon Daryl Henderson yep above that okay um because Monty could get knocked right out of the game again and the matchup's yep. really good like last week we loved Monty because the matchup was great and then Herbert smashed mm -hmm. and it's good again uh, Saquon, Saquon's the real deal. I mean, he looks 100% back. The burst on every touch. You feel what made Saquon wonderful in his early years was every touch, you just felt like he could take it to the house. Because he could. And he can now. So he is always in your lineup. Uh, Mooney, no thank you. Komet. No thank you. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Daniel Bellinger, his targets... His snaps, the rookie tight end for the Giants, increasing every week. I still think you need to keep your eyes on him. Sure. They don't have pass-catching weapons. Sterling Shepard, out for the year. Kenny Galladay, out for his career. <laughs> uh, Kadarius, Tony, Wandale, Robinson, both hurt. Don't know if they're back this week. Even if they're back, you don't play them. So, spot start Richie James if they both I, miss. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, 20 I think. 20% target share for Richie James. I think you can. I mean, David Sills, those are both. Dart throws in, in GPPs. Sure. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. Let's go. Move on. Jacksonville, 2-1, and one, taking on the Eagles at 3-0. and oh. One of two undefeated teams remaining. DraftKings Sportsbook line here, Philadelphia minus 6.5. The over-under is 46 points. That gives Philly an implied point total of 26.3. I believe they've been at 24 two weeks in a row and just ignored the second half scoring-wise. Um, is that right? Is that the yes. final scores? Yep. Yeah, their defense has been really, really good, and that doesn't mean they haven't given up any fantasy points over the course of the game. Like they've given up almost twenty-seven to wide receivers. That's middle of the pack, middle of the pack against tight ends. Um, actually, bottom third against running backs, but they are making plays, and they are getting after the quarterback, and they are getting turnovers. So. You know, and they haven't been able they haven't been giving up points to the opposing fantasy quarterbacks. So um 
I don't like Jacksonville as a young team having to go on the road and try to do something here against this defense. And neither does do the sports books. Yeah, I was uh, talking to a friend about Trevor Lawrence versus Russell Wilson this week. And I'm like, that is a that is a tough situation of Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They look like they look for real, but going on the road against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. Meanwhile, Russ, they look real as in real bad. So <laughs> can you play Russ in a juicy matchup against the Raiders or Trevor Lawrence? I, I lean going Russ in that situation, but this is a, a when you, when you're looking at, the future of Russ for the season and the future of Lawrence for the season, this is a huge week. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, you do have the returning to Philadelphia Doug Peterson situation. Oh, revenge game. Um, I think the discipline we've seen from the Jacksonville offense has been impressive. I don't think that you can turn away from players that have produced. You, I agree. Like So James Robinson, Christian Kirk are the two locks. I am I'm concerned for Robinson this week. Upside wise? Yes. Yeah. Well, he doesn't he doesn't care. Oh, he doesn't I, care I know. About, I know. He doesn't and, care about you. And he has every everyone who has bet against James Robinson has had to empty their pockets. I know. And feel like a fool. The the I play him over Miles Sanders in the game. The wild thing for James Robinson this year is he he is feast or famine right now. Where and that that's insane for Robinson off the Achilles and never really had the 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 high end speed of like a Saquon Barkley who's like Barkley can also be that feast famine where he's running for two runs for two runs for two 40 yard touchdown like that's what Robinson has been doing on the year and it's it's sustained him through three weeks when you get enough opportunities 19.3 a game inevitably good players make a good play and that's kind of what it's added up to um, I would. Would you play him over Miles Sanders? I. There's no way I would play Miles Sanders over Robinson. No, I would. I'd still go with Robinson, but I'm concerned. Kirk, you keep playing him. Devontae Smith after last week's game. Absolutely, you have to play like the him. last two weeks. Yeah, AJ Brown, of course. Dallas Goddard, yes. I mean, there's a lot of yeses in this Philadelphia side. Travis Etienne, Zay Jones. You know, it's hard to chase Zay Jones in this matchup under 20 point projection, but you could probably do worse. Would you play Zay Jones or Dobbs? Oh, I, I need we we need to hear the status of Christian Watson because I might want to go with the the upside of the rookie. But the usage for Zay Jones has been fine. I mean, twenty four percent of the targets week one, twenty nine percent last week. Like Zay Jones is is a pretty safe floor play. Uh, the rankings, all of them, the start sit tool on the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. dot com. More matchups tomorrow. Uh, but before. We end this show. We've got um, we got, got our starts. Things. Starts of the week. So, Mike, I'm going to let you kick it off. All right, at the quarterback position, we'll share Jason's starts of the week as well. I'm putting on the the steel underpants this week, ladies and gentlemen. Russell Wilson. Oh boy, with the uh, the whisper of perhaps for the last Unlimited. time. <laughs> like I said, this is. This will be very telling for the Denver Broncos and Russ. They are taking on the Raiders, who have given up a top eight or stronger fantasy quarterback play each of the three weeks. Russ hasn't thrown a red zone touchdown just yet. 
and that should turn around like the, just the positive regression overall for this team in this matchup against the Raiders. I'm going with Russ. Are you uh, you getting yourself one of them danger witches? Oh. <laughs> that hasn't come up on the show yet, has it? No. The sandwich commercial. No. Oh. He's pretty troubling. Are you? Is he a robot? You want, to, you want me to tell you about it? Oh, no. That's too dangerous. Too dangerous. Got to eat the danger witch. Uh, Jason started the week. Did he call it the danger witch? Oh, you bet he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing nods everywhere. Um, Jason started the week at quarterback. is Joe Burrow against Miami uh, I, tonight. I like it. And then mine is going to be. Do we have? Do we have the drop? Of course we do. He's the king. Can you can you hit that drop there, Al? It's King Goffrey. Someone hit him. Yeah, there you go. Jared Goff against Seattle. Seven touchdown passes through three games. Five of those inside the red zone. Throwing at a much higher rate inside the twenty. We need Amon Ra back out there. All right. Starts to get sketch. The uh, Amon Ra. The Steel Underpants Tour of the Week continues. Okay. I'm going Brees Hall. Wow. Against the Steelers. Only two defenses. You did have a danger witch. <laughs> Only two teams have given up top 12 running back production every single week. That is the Steelers and the Lions. It looks like it, it's possible that the shift is beginning for Michael Carter and Brees Hall. We had more snaps. We had more targets. Do they try and establish the run a little bit more with Zach Wilson trying to shake off the rust? Uh, the matchup is there for Brees Hall to be uh, a top 24 play this week. Jason started the week. He's calling for the Alvin Kamara bounce back against Minnesota in London. They've, it makes sense. They've allowed the fourth most fancy points to opposing running backs. I'm going with Khalil Herbert against the Giants. All right. Just ran for 157 last week, uh, 4.9 yards per attempt in his career, and uh, 22 opportunities, 97 yards per game with Montgomery out. So he is a smash play if we don't see Montgomery on the field, and he is a flex play if we do. What's, what's delightful about Khalil Herbert is this isn't just chasing volume and matchup. He's good. Like at at this point, you Khalil Herbert is a very very good running back. So that it's a perfect situation for him. Uh, underpants, steal up my wide receiver start of the week. You wild man, Noah Brown of the Dallas Cowboys. Twenty one percent of the targets on the season. The Manders. So far, are the third worst team against fantasy wide receivers. I think that if you are struggling to find someone to play, because we, we got listeners in 14 teamers, I think Noah Brown is in play. I guess week one, five for 68, five for 91 and a touchdown, five for 54. I think he's going to catch five passes. That is a five, five, five. That is called a safe floor with the chance of some upside. Wasn't there like an Arby's meal? Five oh, the for five, five for five? Heck they yeah! They don't do that was. anymore, do they? No, now it's like inflation. It's like one for five. Yeah, yeah. They would like the five for five. That was that it was, was legitimate at, diarrhea was, right there. Oh, I mean, but it was a great time. It was it, yeah, it was oh, at yeah. Christmas. They would have the the people singing jingle bells and talking about the five for five. Hey, Jason, start. bring it back, you cowards! <laughs> I dare you! I dare you to take a loss on every sale! I dare you! Um, Gabe Davis is uh, Jason's start of the week at the wide receiver oh, position. Oh, he would be. Um, he's playing Baltimore. It makes total sense. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with DK Metcalf against Detroit. Was five for sixty four and a touchdown on twelve targets last week. Pete Carroll he actually said something that came true. He wanted to focus on funneling DK the ball. He did that, and the Lions are giving up the six most most expected points per pass attempt. Um, so I think you can turn that direction. My tight end start of the week. I'm going with Big 
Bob Tunyon. Bobby! Of the Green Bay Packers. He's been recovering from the ACL. I just but, added him. But the, it's, it's a sneaky ad right now. The snaps have gone up each and every week. The Patriots are currently the fourth best tight end matchup. A little bit skewed there by uh, uh, Mr. Mark Andrews. Uh, but seven targets on 58% of the snaps last week. We're talking about a 24% targets per route run that is tied for third best among tight ends right now. Um, but that five for five, that was a danger witch too, you know? <laughs> this is, yeah. They were dangerous. Did you, uh, ever, did you ever combine them into oh, no. one? I was too little. One giant I couldn't sandwich. have handled that. No, no. Uh, but uh, Kyle just shared a little screenshot of the old five for five commercials. I remember some uh, – some World of Warcraft with five for five. Oh, did you? You went you went wild? Yeah, I imagine just sitting there for like five hours with five sandwiches. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is Jason's start of the week at tight end. He said, turd alert. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. a turd is necessary, apparently. Well, yeah, of course. Um, the tight end landscape is nothing but a giant septic field. So, wow, um, he's, he's laying he's in. He's laying in. I'm going David Njoku. I guess I'm the guy that stole him from you, Mike. You are. Uh, 10 targets last week, 9 for 81. Necessary to the offense. On the field for 90% of Cleveland snaps. Atlanta giving up the second most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Now, Jason is not here, but we would never, ever go a <clears> Thursday. <throat> like, we'd leave it's football time off on accident, but we would never <laughs> leave Boom Boom what? Kicker <laughs> off the show. Jason Moore's Ironclad, Locked and Loaded, 100% Guaranteed Boom Boom Kicker of the Week. <clears throat> oh, I get the lights too. Nice. Yes. Jason took a plunge in, treading water to London <laughs> to kick some boom boom butts. To pay respect for the Queen, Her Majesty Supreme, just take the Saints, Will Lutz. <laughs> I will never forgive Jason making me rhyme right. plunging with London. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say, how did it feel being in his shoes? Uh, how comfortable was that? Spacious. Uh, <laughs> okay. He's got very big feet. He does. Was like 13s or something? Clown shoes. Okay. We took that to the next <laughs> level quickly. Um, I think we're done. Oh, thank goodness. We do have a giveaway right now, giving away a signed Jalen Waddle, Jalen Hurts, and DJ Moore jersey over at FootClanGiveaway.com, free to enter, as well as a virtual studio tour. You get a uh, a walkthrough from the three of us. We'll take you through the studio, uh, through Deucer's Alley, and show you everything we got over here. And um, it'll be a good time. Maybe you can tell us about your fantasy team. So FootClanGiveaway.com. Back tomorrow with the rest of the matchups. And hopefully we get a good Thursday night football game tonight. Hopefully. And tomorrow will be the Wheel of Shame. Oh, boy. Oh, that's for me. That is for you. See you tomorrow, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more.